Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and for the next few weeks, we'll be journeying with Jesus' disciples through Lent as we prepare for Jesus' sacrifice for our sins and his victory over death. We'll walk in Jesus' steps to the cross through Holy Week and then with the disciples after the resurrection. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal testimony in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, that it will encourage you to read the Gospels, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. So tap the subscribe button and please share this with your friends. I'm sure there's someone in your life who could use a little spiritual renewal. We all do. The episode will begin after this short message. As we continue our walk through Lent and Jesus' journey to the cross and then the resurrection, I've been reading other devotionals. And, you know, the when you hear when you, you read Jesus' parables and his miracles of you know raising the dead and healing people, and it's all good stuff. And even the Last Supper, um, it you know it's it's okay. But then Judas betrays him; he's captured, arrested, and then he's tried and mocked, whipped, tortured, then crucified. And that's the sad part of um, Holy Week. And I'll be getting into more details um, during Holy Week. Um, uh, really like a day-to-day walk through Holy Week. So subscribe so you don't miss out. Um, But yesterday I I talked about Psalm 118, which mentioned the cornerstone and um, talking about Jesus back in the Psalms. And today I'm going to go to another Psalm, which is Psalm 22, and um, this one, I'm warning you up front, this one's a little a little sad uh, because it does describe in great detail what um, Jesus went through. So um, let me start at Psalm 22, and it's written by King David. And the first, the very first verse is, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And Jesus says the the exact same phrase as he's dying on the cross. And you can read it in Matthew 27, verse 46. But let's continue. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy enthroned on the on the praises of Israel our ancestors trusted in you and you rescued them they cried out, cried out to you and you were saved they trusted in you and were never disgraced but i am a worm and not a man i am scorned and despised by all everyone who sees me mocks me they sneer and shake their heads saying this is the one who relies on the lord then let the lord save him If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. I'll stop right there. And you can actually read this in in the gospel accounts of Jesus' crucifixion because people were saying, well, if he's 
if he's God, then, you know, let the angels come down and rescue him. So here it is being predicted in Psalm 22. Continue with verse 9. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls, fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. Okay, we're going to stop there a second. Verse 14, my life is poured out like water. Well, um, when, <clears throat> when Jesus had died, to make sure that he was dead, one of the Roman soldiers um, pierced his side with um, his lance and water and blood came out. So that's where that is. All my bones are out of joint. When somebody is crucified, that's exactly what happens. Um, uh, and it's excruciating pain. In fact, the word excruciating comes from crucifixion. All right, let's continue. Verse 15. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. Okay, let's stop right there. In David's time, there was no such thing as crucifixion because the Roman Empire didn't even exist at that time. Neither had the, the form of, of torture and, um, and killing people uh, as crucifixion. So um, they have pierced my hands and feet. That's exactly how someone is crucified. Verse 17, I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. That's verse 18. Okay, as Jesus was dying on the, on the cross, his, um, the Roman soldiers were gambling for his uh, robe. Verse 19, we continue. O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. 
bow before him, all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. And those last verses are what's happening right now with with the power of the internet. We can reach thousands of people all over the world. And and that's who we are. We are the future generations that David was writing about in this psalm. And it's up to us to keep telling people of the Lord, which is one reason I'm doing this podcast. And I just pray that all of you who are listening to this right now, if you haven't already, that you ask Jesus into your heart. Admit you are a sinner, repent of your sins, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. It's, you know, no matter what your upbringing, religious upbringing is, salvation is the point. Your one-way, nonstop ticket to heaven. And that's why Jesus died. And if you're Catholic, I want you to think about this. If purgatory exists, then Jesus suffered, was tortured, and died for nothing. So just think about that. That's all I want you to do is just think about that. And if you want to pray the prayer, it's going to be in the show notes. But read the Gospels. That's what Lent is all about now. It's Jesus' story, his walk to the cross, and then his resurrection. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's got you thinking. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. There, too, you'll find links to my two favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible App and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. God bless you, and I want to leave you with this prayer from Psalm 40, verse 16. Heavenly Father, may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great! Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.